0: hello podcast community my name is cam king this is three questions podcast episode number 56 i appreciate everyone listening subscribing we are getting a lot more questions being sent in if you want to find the main podcast tab you can go to ckcollective.co listen to all the episodes again this is available on youtube spotify apple podcast amazon podcast but beyond that we have the very special dave delk here dave how you doing
1: Oh, just tremendous. Good to be with you, Cam.
0: Awesome. We've talked a number of times and I I really enjoy all of our chats. So, uh, Dave is working with remote video testimonials with another one of my clients. Uh, And you guys are crushing it. You guys are doing remote video testimonials. I did a a practice one and I'm very impressed by the platform. Do you want to tell people about that?
1: Yeah. Thank you. Uh, The platform primarily serves businesses who want to highlight their clients in capturing a professionally shot remote video testimonial okay so what do i mean by professionally shot well it's not going to be an angle like this it's not going to be an angle like this it's going to be nice lighting like what you see uh with me right now uh here's a tip by the way if you're on video and you can get in front of a window I'm 2 to 3 feet in front of a window so that natural diffused light. It's warm, it's inviting, it's natural. Here's tip number 2. We both have uh real backgrounds, okay, in our video right now. The um what are they called? I'm, I'm blanking on the name. The um digital backgrounds, right? The um the the screens, you know, behind us uh those were cool when the pandemic hit for sure and there's a place for them but the natural backdrop says a lot about you okay and it's a part of your personal brand and we're going to get into that um a little bit later and it just looks more authentic so businesses that want to highlight clients giving them a video testimonial that 100% ought to be on everyone's business website okay because watching somebody else Talk about Cam King and the work that Cam is doing for me, right? Me giving an endorsement for you and talking about it is a thousand times more powerful than just reading a little paragraph, you know, on the website. And then the other element in video is a short form video, you know, for social, captivating, well-produced, engaging, high energy, uh, short form video clips, okay? that are do's and don'ts, um, things that I've learned, what would I do kind of things. Or they can cross over into just personal branding stuff and storytelling. Because if you just throw up facts and figures on people and you just barf all over them with all of your services, which nobody really gives a crap about until they understand how it's going to affect them, right? Tell stories. Video is the way to tell a story.
0: I I completely agree. I heard that video was a way to go like almost 10 years ago, as I'm sure you did. You have a lengthy experience in broadcast which we'll get into as part of our questions that we just agreed on. But I will say this, I've talked about this at nauseam on this podcast too. It's people do business with people that they know, like, trust, and need in that exact order. And I I know, I believe you and I have talked about, I know I've talked about it with David as well and other guests that have come on, but as I get more guests on, I really wanna hammer that home because everyone's like, ah, we need to figure out the key to entrepreneurship or sales or growing our business. I'm like, well, do they like you, right? Do they trust you? Do they need you? Like, is it, what is it? And if it's not in that order, right? you're gonna have a hard time selling so you have to establish those things first because nobody ever reads all of your services and they certainly don't read past the first couple of words right it's like shit. do i think can i like this guy can i get along with this person and then then you can sort of uh do that dance but let's get into the the three questions as you know uh we've talked about how it's sort of presented i'll ask the questions you have five minutes to talk about it in for all the people listening I want them to be able to take away key moments in particular from your experience as a veteran, as a veteran, as an entrepreneur. And I want you to share some of the, the key moments and tactics that somebody can take away from a 15 or 20 minute podcast. Okay. Yeah. You bet. All right. You ready to go? Let's rock. All right. Cool. So question number one, where does personal branding fit in? Yeah,
1: man, it, it fits in right at the top. I think for storytelling and for that no like trust journey that all of us are are going on. The first thing people buy, I don't care if you're selling ice cream cones or uh insurance or tortilla chips or remote video services or coaching, the first thing they buy cam is they buy me or they buy you, okay? And the way that you're going to win them over is showing them a little bit about yourself. Like my t shirt here, okay? This cool little bear with a skateboard, okay? That's a part of my personal brand. I ought to have a board up here right now so I could show you, but I'm 61 and I still skateboard, okay? I'm not going crazy in half pipes and, you know, getting up on the lips of pools and, you know, going all Tony Hawk, but. I'm getting on my board. And let me tell you, people, you feel like you're going to live forever. And it takes me back to when I was a kid, right? It's the fountain of youth. It's just a cool thing. And replace skateboard with whatever else, hiking, bike riding, fishing, skiing, whatever it might be. Find something about you that is personal to you outside of work, not talking about your professional stuff. Just you as a person and run with it. Now, you don't necessarily want to talk about that every day, five days a week, but sprinkle in a little bit of that, right? Like for me, I'll get on my skateboard and I'll do a TikTok video and then I'll throw that on LinkedIn or I'll put it on Instagram. And it's me sharing some do's and don'ts or what I've learned or just anything else or, hey, just get out and get some fresh air, people. So that personal branding is big because people are going to know you. They're going to like you, even if I can't tell you how many times people have said to me, man, that is just so cool that you skateboard. I see those clips. I don't know how you do it. If I got on a skateboard, I'm five seconds from going to the ER with a broken wrist, you know, and But it reminds them of other things that they do. And I've encouraged them hey, you like to mountain bike, right? Don't try this at home, but get a selfie stick. And actually, it's a stupid thing to say try this. Get a selfie stick. Don't be bouncing all over the place, but be on your bike. Record yourself for 30 seconds. People are going to start to understand that, hey, you know, cam's an outdoorsman. He loves mountain biking. This is something that's big to him. I can relate to that, right? So the no like trust thing is going to happen with more certainty if you share what you're about as a person.
0: I completely agree with you there. I had a guest on Dan McVeigh, and he's another content creator out of Denver. But we talked about content authenticity, and part of that was imposter syndrome as well. And we now live in an age for the first time where pretty much everyone at every age is recording something and putting it out there. Is like, hey, this is what I've learned. This is who I am. And I see a lot of people start to do that. But to do that over a long period of time, right, because that imposter syndrome can grow with you like a shadow. And, but the longer that someone does that, the more authentic that they are, the better their business does. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's fascinating i suffer from that in in my own right right now I'm making more ai related videos for my youtube channel than actual authentic ones where i'm recording and giving someone my two cents but i recently signed up for a TikTok. after a client call i'll be like hey summarizing a call in two minutes this is what we talked about and this is sort of a tactic for you i don't consider myself a coach or a mentor more of like a life and business tactics guy right because that's that's what i love that's what i focus on but personal branding is really uh, educational, right? And then the the 20% can be self-promotional. I don't know if you agree agree with that Pareto principle, but what do you think? You know, I
1: I do. And um, a key thing about personal branding also, you know, for me is uh, high energy, positive energy, communicating with positivity, right? Energy is vibrational. And even if we're not in the same room, Okay, you're going to exude energy if you're bringing the energy, okay, and people are going to pick up on it. So step back and save it for another day. If, you know, your dog took a crap on the rug or you're in a fight with your wife or husband or girlfriend or boyfriend or you got a mountain of bills that you're paying and you're just like not you're not feeling it. Work on yourself till you get to the point where you are feeling it. And when you're feeling it, man, record, record, record. Because once you record it, it's there forever. Okay.
0: Scary, but also true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I again, we're going to have to dive more into the personal branding aspect because we could talk about that for an hour. But I want to know, uh, hopping quickly into question number two, it's that, you've spoken about meditation and you've spoken about your service, you know, having served in the Navy for four years. What were some of the things that you learned from the military being in the service that have now allowed you to succeed later on in life, in business and life with your personal hobbies? Would you mind culminating that experience together?
1: One of the key things that I took away from my time in the Navy um, was the art of collaboration. Okay the art of being a teammate to look over and know that i'm shoulder to shoulder with people that are counting on me and i'm counting on them it's a group effort okay there's no i in team right you have to get along and work well with 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 everyone all walks of life okay um black white Hispanic, Filipino, I mean, just this whole melting pot of those that were in the military. Okay. And, you know, prior to that, I grew up in Northern California. Uh, I went into the Navy a year and a half out of high school. Um, One of the reasons I went in is I was having a good time before the Navy, but I didn't have any academic direction, Cam. Uh, I was partying too much. I was getting a master's degree in good times with my friends, and when I when I wound up in basic training in Great Lakes, Illinois, it was a big freaking wake up call. Okay, and I was scared shitless. I really was. How am I going to do this? But then the the natural side of me embraced it, and I realized that there were these new people that I was going to get to have this experience with and I was open to it and I, and I went for it. It taught me a lot about myself. Okay. It taught me and it showed me my real character. Okay. In this melting pot and I made mistakes. Okay. I wasn't perfect, but I grew and I grew to like it. And I grew to really love the people that I was with. Okay, and the overall experience, and then I wound up uh, being in San Diego um, as an air crewman on an LPH, um, a Gator freighter. Uh, that's a mini um, aircraft carrier for those that don't know that uh, turns helicopters. Okay, five helicopters at a time. It's it's there to transport uh, Marines from ship to shore. Okay, what's going on in Israel in the Middle East right now? You know. There's likely to be a scenario where those amphibious assault ships are going to be put to use to bring in tanks and bring in um you know military uh personnel, you know, to do that kind of thing. So it was just a, a wildly exciting time, you know, to 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 go through all of that. And I still have a couple of buddies that I hang with that um I see every now and then that were my shipmates and after 4 years I was ready to get out but I had a tremendous sense of accomplishment I knew how much I loved collaborating with other people and also being tolerant of other people okay they're not all they didn't all look like me they didn't all think like me right and you have to adjust and fine tune to be a part of that that teamwork flow cuz when that's working it's magic
0: i i have very similar experiences with what i'm doing and it the tolerant part is crazy right after you serve in the military or you you do a couple years whatever nothing is really a big deal right you go back to the civilian room, you're just like yeah this is this ain't shit um not from an egotistical perspective but holy cow you're right on the tolerance aspect i think a lot of people think that our military is you know super republican and conservative but really it's just people that want to provide the same experience and freedoms that we've enjoyed growing up and we want to ensure that for others and that that common thread is like the strongest thing to tie people together cuz you don't yeah. care like if someone's good at their job awesome right? But if someone's not, it doesn't matter what color their skin is or sexual orientation. It's like, you just want to be around people that you can trust and are good at their jobs and have your back. And like, it doesn't matter what they look like at that point. So I don't know if you would concur with that, but it's the military is a a very different place than I thought it was prior to having served. You know what Mm I mean?
1: Totally. What the world needs now is people being less judgmental. Mm-hmm. Okay, And accepting mm-hmm. someone at face value, and I mean, who gives a shit what they're thinking? their religious belief or a- anything else we're we're in this together and find something that you can relate to with that person
0: mm-hmm. I do <clears throat> there's a great book on this. It's called The Lucifer Principle, if you've ever. Heard of it or wanna want to go read it, but it talks about how human beings are essentially especially or the masculine species of any species is the most disposable part of society, but it talks about humans and how we're the only species that kills each other in complete abundance like this. Mm. Right. And it's it it examines why that is. And going back to what's going on in the world, I don't have enough political experience or geopolitical understanding to even really comment on it. But it's like, holy cow, like, let's just get along here, right? what what's going on so having a way to find empathy and tolerance in your own understanding whether or not you're in the military whether you're an entrepreneur or working in a company with your roommates with your friends with your partner with your family whoever right having a form of of developing and cultivating empathy and tolerance will will get you light years ahead in your business and your personal life would you agree with that too Oh, Dave, did I lose you? Hey, I'm back. Gotcha. Okay. So we're back. I We were just talking about empathy and tolerance, but let's hop into question number three. Um, I want to ask you, you've spoken a ton about music in your life. And I want to know, having been in broadcasting for so long, and being such a big music fan what were some of your the best experiences and how has that impacted you in your career thus far
1: so i loved music ever since the first concert i ever went to i was two days shy of turning 15 and it was kiss when they were at the top of their game with cheap trick opening up for them and From there on, it was just rock and roll. I loved it. Couldn't get enough of it, okay? And actually, there's a Navy connection to that. My best buddy on the ship ran the ship's closed-circuit TV station and the ship's radio station. The ship's radio station was no more than like a big broom closet with shelves and thousands of uh, armed forces radio and television records. And he said, Dave, do you want to do a shift? Like on the weekend and just spin some records. I said, "Hell yeah, I I got two three hours to just sit here and spin my own music." He said, "Absolutely." Um, so music had a connection to the Navy, and it's still got a connection to me now. Earlier today, I was organizing my office and rocking out. Dave Edmonds, Rockpile, um, got Eric Clapton. Uh, just one night, uh, UFO. From uh, their live album in 1979. It energizes me. I was talking about energy earlier. You know, music is energy. And music makes me feel good. And it's self-care, okay? I play a mean air guitar. I uh, I, I play a little bit of guitar. But, man, it just it takes me. It takes over right? It's bliss. And, you know, before a sales call, before a Zoom call, I will almost every time play a song that fires me up because it gets you in a rhythm, okay? It makes you relax. It connects you with who you are. And it's that, like, that authentic self, right? And my personality is shining It's brightest when I'm feeling my brightest. And look, it it might not be rock and roll. It could be country. It could be pop. It could be hip hop. It could be jazz. It could be whatever it is, rap. If it feels good, listen to it, people.
0: I know last time we talked about this, we talked about some of the shows you had gone to and really who some of your, your favorite bands are. And you, we had this big discussion about how music just isn't the same anymore. Like everyone's freaking out about Taylor Swift. And for some reason, I don't know if shit, if I'm getting older, but when I hear music that's coming out today, none of it just resonates with me. I don't know what the difference is or or what's being put out, but even rap music, anything that's come out like the last 10 or 15 years, I hear it. It doesn't make me feel anything. But for some reason, there was there, there's like some year, you know, like prior to 2000, where music definitely really changed. But when I listen to stuff, even from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, I it makes me feel before I can yeah. even think about if I like it. And I don't know what that is. I agree with you that music is energy. But there's something about old school classic music, classic rock that is designed to innately make you feel a little bit better even. So quickly, you know, what do you think that is?
1: Well, I mean, it's a part of it is like first love, right? You never forget your first kiss. You never forget your first girlfriend or boyfriend or, you know, whatever the case, you know, for me, man, I still love kiss. And that opened up the doors to a lot of other stuff. So there's just, it's like walking into a room and realizing, man, this room feels right. The feng shui is right. You know, a song is the same way. And it's like muscle memory in your in your brain and in your soul, you know, from this. It takes you back. But it's also like, why does someone love a piece of art and someone doesn't love a piece of art? Because it, it connects with me. I get chills on some of the songs that, you know, I still listen to. I know the words I'll sing along. It's such a release. And, you know, I'll, I'll end with this, a really good buddy of mine in uh, in San Francisco is in the radio business and they, they rebooted the alternative rock station in San Francisco live one Oh five. And I said, wow, you know, how, is there any good alternative music that's coming out today? It seems like it would all almost be like, classic alternative rock and she said you know what there's a ton of great new alternative music it's a little harder to find but it's out there
0: i just the more music i listen to the more i like and can appreciate other music so i agree like i i also i love metal And hardcore music, and that for me, you know, going to the gym or just like energizing me, it puts it puts me in a great mood. Even with how like, you know, heavy it can be, but then I also listen to like classic rock and classic music and like a bunch of different brainwaves. So I, I find that I always need to find a balance or some sort of homeostasis with whatever music that I I listen to. But there's really only one kind of music that I don't resonate with, and that's country music for me. So hate to upset the country music fans, but I like. I want to like country music, but it just doesn't make me feel nothing. Never. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Dave, I know we're we're short on time coming up uh, against a few hard deadlines, but I want to thank you for hopping on. I would love to have you on again. We can discuss more classical music. We can discuss more remote video testimonials. But is there anything you'd like to say? Let people know how to reach you, connect with you.
1: Pam, I just want to give it up to you and three questions podcast. Uh, appreciate you leading the way on this. It's been great to, uh, to sit in your guest chair, you know, and, and do this. And absolutely. Let's, let's do another one out there. You can find me on LinkedIn people. Um, Dave Delk, uh, I'm on Instagram and on TikTok. I'm skate daddy happiness. Okay. Yeah. Right here. Skate daddy <laughs> happiness on TikTok.
0: That's the greatest Um, name I've ever heard.
1: Be you, okay? Have fun and let it rip. And when you're doing videos, I learned this in radio because on the next one, we'll talk about some of the uh, radio work I did in San Francisco. I had a very smart program director tell me one time, Dave, I want to hear a little bit more of a smile in your voice, okay? Have a smile in your voice. It changes everything when you, when that really sets in, have a smile in your voice. It lightens your attitude. It's friendly. And it's that no like trust thing. Okay. They're going to, uh, they're, people are going to be more receptive to it. Don't be a flat line. Mm-hmm. Okay
0: no no i that's good advice that i probably need because when i do my content my content probably like when i listen to it later on you know a couple weeks couple months i'm like dude you're a monotone motherfucker you gotta (laughs) so that's that's great advice i need that for for me so i appreciate you dave let's get you back on another podcast soon and uh this has been episode 56 three questions podcast all the information to get in touch with dave is down below submit questions become a future guest etc etc we'll see you guys in the next one